This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, coming up on 525, it is a no-feel Tuesday. That's what Tuesdays feel like. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Mondays, blah. Wednesdays, hump day. Thursdays, you get excited for the weekend. Oh, I love a Thursday. Friday is the weekend. I do, too. Tuesday, nothing. It's like, meh. Yeah. It's just, it's, eh. it's just kind of here. So we like to get through it and have a good day. We'll see how we do that. Now, you would think when you were down to the last four teams, it would be hard to have a favorite five. There's only four left. You would think that. Yet somehow, somehow, we're going to pause for just a moment for Al Dukes' fraudulent list of five favorite teams. Thank you, Jerry. Now, I can't guarantee you that there will be five teams in these final weeks. It right. could be one team, two teams, three oh, teams, okay. four teams. So really, it's not the fraudulent five. It's just the fraudulent list of favorite teams at this point. That I'm currently rooting for Teams I'm currently rooting for, Can I take a guess? No. Eagles, Niners, Bengals, (laughs) and Chiefs. You cannot guess, Jerry. (laughs) Number one, Jerry, a team I've been riding all year long, the Kansas City Chiefs. You have. You know what? When people turn their back on the Chiefs, you did not. I did not. And I don't know that people necessarily turn their backs on the Chiefs as much as they were just like, Tired "Eh." of them. Tired of them. Mm Winning. I had a guy say to me last night, I've had enough of this Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, oh, well, good for you. He's right. going to be around for the next 12 years. Yeah, exactly. We've Get had enough of him. Patrick Mahomes. So I've been supporting my Kansas City Chiefs, and they continue to be my one pick, Jerry. Number one fraudulent team. My second team that I'm currently rooting for the most is the Cincinnati Bengals. That's fine. I don't know how you can root for both of them this weekend, but, 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 but. I get it. They're they're very likable. I like cocky Joe Burrow. I like Jamar Chase. I like Joe Mixon being annoyed at the NFL. Yeah, sure. I like Zach Taylor. I like the commercials that say move to Cincinnati. I was like, guess why am I not living With in Chris Cincinnati? With Chris Collinsworth, right? Yeah. I, I agree. I said to my wife, I'm like, we should go on vacation there. It looks beautiful. <laughs> it did look beautiful. I'm like, yes, why don't... They're clearly looking for people, yeah, so it must sure. not be overcrowded already. They probably have great tax benefits if you have exactly. a business there. Yes. So you, are you moving? They've got, <laughs> probably not. Can we do the show remotely? They've got a lovely looking downtown. It, I've been there. It is very nice. It's clean, too. Yeah, so I'm all in Cincinnati Bengals. Jerry. Okay. My third team that I'm currently rooting for is Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers. After they just beat your Cowboys. Unfortunately, it was after they beat the Cowboys. But I do love Brock Purdy, so count me in. I am not rooting for the Eagles, Jerry. So unfortunately... But you have this year. It's come up. Uh, no, no, you have. I have. Right, okay. But no more. 
Okay. I'm annoyed with them for beating, Why? for beating the Giants and ruining our fun over here at WFAN. Uh-huh. And I can't see myself rooting for them with uh, Brock Purdy on the field. Mm-hmm. So my top three current favorite teams, Chiefs, Bengals, Niners. Okay. That's not terrible. I got to put the Cowboys on there? No, because they lost, Jerry. Okay. I mean, I got to be honest with you. When I think of a list of favorite teams for this weekend. Yeah. Who you I'm got? Indif- I'm indifferent. I don't. I don't You're indifferent. I, I don't care. Uh, what's the word? Apathetic? Is that the word? Yeah, I like that word. Not even I, AFC? You don't have a. No, I don't because I think you win both ways. I think if you get Mahomes into the Super Bowl, it's fun. Andy Reid's, you know what? He's been there. He's been in Kansas City for 10 years now. Yeah. Which is hard to believe, but. I have no problem with the Chiefs making it. If the Bengals making it, hey, good for you. They got so close to winning it all last year. They got another shot at it. I like Joe Burrow. So, I no, I don't care. Either way, I'm not rooting for either one of those two teams, and I can't root for one of the teams in the NFC. So, it's whatever. I'd like a Bengals-Niners rematch or an Andy Reid Super Bowl Chiefs-Eagles. That would be that fun. kind of cool, right? That would be interesting. And I think that's – is that the one? No, I picked Eagles-Bengals, I believe. Eagles-Bengals. That would be cool. Yeah. If you actually got that. So, we shall see. Yeah. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host, Harrison Sanford, on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that's one of the things, you know, I was panicking for Giants fans when before even the Eagles game, there was like, oh, Mike Kafka's going to go interview somewhere. Sure. Wink Martindale's going to go uh, interview somewhere. Will Saquon Barkley be back? And I hate like when a team just starts building and then all of a sudden pieces start going other sure. ways. Yep. So I was like, how do teams ever catch fire and go on a roll? And then I look at the Kansas City Chiefs. This is their fifth Straight. It's unbelievable what they've done. I mean, that's correct. Fifth. I think it's five championship games. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, Patriots were doing it with Belichick and Brady, and then whoever happened to be around them. But I guess that's what's going on uh, with the Chiefs too. I think you need to have the right quarterback. You need to have the right head coach, and you need the right pieces. You don't have to have superstars at every position, but you got to have good players. And you need one main go-to guy, Travis sure. Kelsey. Right? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of teams do have that though. See, I think it's more than that. I think you need the surrounding cast. I mean, if you look at any team, I think you can find that go-to guy, whether it's for the Giants, it would be Saquon Barkley. For the Jets, I, I, you take your pick of young receivers, I suppose. But um, usually the tight end is a great friend to the quarterback. But Kelsey is the best. I mean, because it's not only that he gets open, he catches everything. Yeah. So And Reed, how about Andy Reed? So 10 years in Kansas City after 14 in Philadelphia. Talk about staying power. 24 years, two teams. He took over the Eagles, I was just looking, at 41 years old. Really? Isn't that something? Yeah. And it doesn't feel that long ago to me that he was coaching the Eagles. Right. But him and Donovan McNabb, that's yeah. what I think of. And, th- and it was 24 years ago. you got to go back to 1999. Oh, my God. 
Plus, if it becomes like an Andy Reid type Super Bowl, you'll see, uh, you know, babies love to, people love to dress their babies up like Andy Reid. Oh, Reed. yeah. They put a fake mustache on well, their Well, how about babies. the guy that goes to the Chiefs games that looks just like him <laughs> that they show on TV before every Chiefs game? Yeah, he puts the headset on, right? He lo- And looks just like him. Yeah. Size, face, mustache. Mustache. Everything. The hat. It's ridiculous. Like to where I wanted to see a side-by-side the other day when they were showing the guy in the crowd. Yeah. Like, holy crap, is he like, you know, Robert Sala runs the steps before every game. Is like Andy Reid getting a burger in the crowd before the game? Yes, he is, Jerry. It's He's like burgering his, up. It is his twin. Yeah. So uh, that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be cool. So Joe Shane, uh, Giants GM, he talked with the media yesterday, Jerry. Confirmed uh, pretty much that uh, the, the, they're trying to get a deal done with uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, it looks like if they're either going to give him a deal or they're going to give him that franchise tag. One way or another, Daniel Jones is going to be here next year. Because uh, he seemed pretty confident, right, in his quotes. He was like, uh, we're happy Daniel's going to be here. Hopefully we're going to get something done with his representatives. That would be the goal, to mm-hmm. build the team around him where he could lead us to win the Super Bowl. Yes, did not seem as confident in Saquon Barkley. No. But he did when talking about Daniel Jones. It sounds as if their mind is made up. One way or another in 2023, Daniel Jones will be their quarterback. Right. Which I think everyone's happy with, Giants fans. You have to be. Yeah. I mean, because again, what are you? What else are you doing? And then you're going to set your franchise back again if you draft a quarterback? I mean, uh, unless you're telling me it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, which, okay, I guess. And what are you giving up to get him? Right. So, yeah, I don't like that. I think if you have a even a decent quarterback who's young, you let's just like go to Brock Purdy talking, oh, the Niners might get, no, oh, you got your guy. I Yes, and you're building it the right way. The yeah. Niners have really done a good job of building things the right way, and now they've got a quarterback that they drafted that looks to be the real deal. I think the Giants now feel they've got the real deal in their quarterback, and if, even if he's never the greatest quarterback to ever play, as long as he's solid and can plays like he played this year, they're going to win right. a lot. Yes. You put, like, real, no offense to the guys that are out there, but you bring in a few superstars to this team, man, things change. Yes. Things definitely change. So then, yeah, you're right. So not so confident with Saquon. Bar sound like it now. And then I see Mr. Craig Carton working there in the afternoon. He's like, oh, Saquon played his last game as a giant. And then the uh, FA and Twitter put it out there. He's going to take credit for that. If he's not a giant. But I think a lot of people expect yes, him to likely not be a giant. That's what I'm saying, Jerry. I think most giant, not, I shouldn't say all, but I do think most giant fans would prefer to have Saquon Barkley back, but also understand it's not likely because of the money. Right. It's just, and even listening to him, he gave the Giants an out almost to offer him a lower contract by saying he hasn't been reliable because of injury and he hasn't had four great seasons. Like, he was very honest. I don't expect him here. I actually hope he is. Yeah. But I don't expect him here. I think it's very possible he's played his last game with the Giants. I feel it's kind of like 50-50. Yeah. He either will or won't. <laughs> That's pretty much the definition of 50-50. Well, he because could. here's why. If they go to him, like, do you not think that they won't offer him a contract? They will. Okay. So then it's going to be up to him and his representatives. Let's say, and I'm just throwing stuff out there. Let's say they offered him four years, $28 million. That's it. I'm not saying he's not, I'm not Seven saying million 15 a year. year. Okay. I'm saying they go to him with a team friendly type of contract and will guarantee all 28 million. Seven million is not a fortune by any stretch in the NFL. We agree, right? NFL standards, correct. Well, maybe Barkley says, uh, I don't know about seven, but can you give me nine? 
And then all of a sudden, they come to some agreement where maybe he could have made more somewhere else, but it would have been on a bad team. And he realizes he likes it here. Yep. That's plenty of money. There's always a chance that that happens. So I, it's not 100% he's going anywhere, but I think I'm with you. He either is or he isn't. 50-50. I think it's 50-50, Let's see when they talk. Let's see what happens. Let's see what they can do cap-wise to make it all fit. They might not be able to. Who knows? That's funny. No one ever wants to be uh, franchise-tagged, and yet the players' union and the players are the ones that agreed to it. Correct. That's right. But they don't want to be the one. Well, I think the thing with the – so I could be wrong about this, but I think the thing about the franchise tag, like Kirk Cousins made a fortune off it is the uncertainty going forward. So most of these players, as Boomer will tell you, wants to hit it big when it's their time because they only get a couple of cracks at the big contract. The life-changing, $31 million for one year is pretty life-changing to me, but perhaps for them when they could be looking at $200 million, it's right. not. So if you get that franchise tag, it's a one-year deal. If you end up with a career-ending injury, that's it. Right. As opposed to getting... Let's say instead of getting, I think the franchise tag for Jones would be 30, I read it correctly, like almost $32 million for one year. Oh, so that's set already? Franchise tag? It's not 100% set, but that's what it's projected to be, I believe, for next year. So if it's $32 million for next year, thereabouts, a little less, a little more, whatever, that's what he's getting paid for one season. But God forbid he has a Joe Theismann type of injury, he's done. As opposed to, let's say he signed four years for 110. That's less than $30 million a year, but he's going to get 110 if he gets injured. Yeah. So I think that's where it kind of comes into play. I think they just get nervous with the whole injury aspect. You're right. When Kirk Cousins was in Washington, now could they – were they doing that to him multiple years? They did it two years in a row for sure. I don't know if they did it a third year, if they can do it a third year, but I know two years for yeah. sure. And I he wasn't happy he, about right, it. Right. I remember and they he kept got tagging paid him. a ton yeah. both years. I think he got like right. thirty, and then like thirty-five or twenty-eight, and then thirty-five million or something like right. that. He was furious, Jerry. yes. But he, you know what? He made all that money with Washington, and then goes to Minnesota and cashes in. Right. That's pretty good. Pretty good, as they say. All right, five thirty-seven on the fan. We'll take you to six o'clock. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo on a Fan Tuesday as we get set for Championship Sunday right here on the fan.